In-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. You may notice more police officers at St. David's Medical Center in Austin this morning, and it's after an explosion in the parking garage there. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Good morning. I'm Sally Hernandez. The hospital is at 32nd Street and Red River. Around 5.30 yesterday in the afternoon, police responded to the area after a car exploded. Something exploded inside that car. So far, no injuries or damages to the hospital have been reported. Police are still investigating whether the explosion was an accident or was it intentional. I think it was very fortunate. We, we saw the video from inside the parking garage of that happened. And if anybody happened to be in the area, it would have been a different message tonight. And uh, I think we were very lucky. We do know one person is in custody. APD says that person had a valid reason, though, to be at the hospital, but couldn't explain further. As of last night, the parking garage one was closed. The hospital's emergency room is now diverting people to other hospitals and it's currently not taking any new patients. We should know later on this morning whether visitors can enter and when people can get their cars back from the parking garage. First warning weather with meteorologist Sean Kelly. Happy Thursday morning, everyone. 431 is the time. Another day with extreme heat and another day with major fire conditions here. The ingredients are there once again. We've got the dry vegetation, the ongoing drought, the gusty winds that we'll see in the afternoon, and the lower humidity as well. We have excessive heat warnings, which will go in effect from lunchtime all the way through 9 p.m. What does that mean? Dangerous heat is here to stay. Feels like temperatures up to 110 degrees. We want to make sure everyone's being safe. Be mindful of your neighbors, your pets, your family, your friends. Just checking in on everyone, making sure they're drinking plenty of fluids. 81 degrees, a live look looking towards downtown Austin. You can see it's a mainly clear sky out there. 82 in Lano. Each morning has actually been pretty pleasant out in Gillespie County, Blanco County looking good. Metro temperatures here into the 80s and 70s as well. 82 from Smithville down through LaGrange. But boy, is it going to heat up up to 106 to 107. We'll talk about that seven day, which may have some changes coming up in first morning weather. Okay, Sean, thank you. A 37 acre fire in Cedar Park that burned one apartment building is 70% contained this morning. These images sent in by viewers showing the devastation there. People in about 300 apartment units, 95 townhomes, and multiple businesses had to evacuate this area. Some people are now back in their homes, others left without a home to return to. 38 apartment units have damage, including 24 that are destroyed. KXAN's Brianna Hollis spoke to people about what it was like to confront the flames. This just looks like black sticks and what looks like snow back there. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. Half crumbled buildings at the Bexley at Silverado Apartments, acres of scorched trees just over the fence. It was crazy looking. That's what parts of Cedar Park looked like when the smoke cleared. Yards were on fire. This was all on fire. According to the city, people from 300 apartment units and 95 townhomes had to evacuate. It's crazy to think that we could have lost everything. These were two of those evacuees. Rob took it upon himself to put out hot spots that sparked. Grabbing hoses and just putting fires out where I could. And Stephen says the fire actually sparked back up near his house Wednesday morning. Ember started shooting up in the backyard and they did. They ended up having to do three helicopter drops in our backyard. 
Multiple businesses also had to evacuate. It's so scary. Lanvo owns a Silverado hair salon, which is in the shopping center right in front of the apartment complex that burned. Her stylists and customers evacuated Tuesday night, and she reopened on a limited basis Wednesday. I call my customer to reschedule. The fear subsided as the flames did, and the focus now turns to helping those who lost everything. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. Cedar Park Fire Chief says that the fire spread from the grass into a tree and then jumped into buildings nearby. In the aftermath of a massive loss like this, many tenants might be thinking about renter's insurance. It's not required by law, but some landlords do require it themselves. According to the Texas Department of Insurance, you should make sure you buy a policy that will pay to replace personal property. Most policies cover losses due to fire, smoke, theft, or vandalism, but not always floods. What's the cost associated with getting an armed security officer on every campus right now? Um, it is costly, there's no doubt about it. Um, it is going to um, definitely stretch us as a district financially. Yeah, and Texas school districts are now rushing to come up with the money and personnel to comply with a new state law requiring an armed officer on every campus and security upgrades. The law takes effect in less than a month from now. Now tonight on KXAN at 10, frustrated school leaders are speaking to KXAN investigator Kelly Wiley about the uphill battle to make schools safer. A handful of school districts have their first day of school today. Richland Springs, Lampasas, Harper, Hutto, Taylor, and Copeland. You're all starting this morning. There are many other districts in our area that kick off school in the coming days, too. Check out a full list and an interactive map. Go to kxan.com, click on this story. You're going to find it in the featured link section of our live stream page. Okay, one Austinite is now a whole lot richer. I mean, a millionaire. Yeah, after buying a winning Mega Millions ticket worth that million dollars, and that ticket was sold in South Austin, the Circle K on Brody Lane. The Texas Lottery Commission says the ticket matched all five white balls, but it didn't get that Mega Ball, so one away from the huge billion dollar prize, but they get a million bucks. Another million dollar ticket was sold near El Paso. In total, we're talking about more than 575,000 Texans who did walk away with some kind of winning. The big jackpot was won in Florida though, and it was the third largest lottery win of all time here in the US, with the winner taking away a lump sum of about $783 million. All right, coming up next, deadly fires continue to rage in Maui. The warning from state leaders to travelers in the area. And three bodies found in a hole in Elgin. A man who watched the scene unfold is breaking down what happened to us. Good morning, this is a live look at downtown Austin from our KXAN tower camera above our studios here in, um, West Campus neighborhood. We appreciate you being here with us on KXAN News today. New this morning, some devastating news. At least 36 people are dead after those raging wildfires on the island of Maui. Mm. Thousands have been evacuated. The worst is in the popular town of Lahaina. People say that the fire has burned so much of the historic community as dozens of homes and businesses 
are now destroyed. This was a fast moving fire and it forced some people to jump into the ocean to avoid the intense heat and smoke. The video shows smoke reaching the water as it surrounds boats at Lahaina Mooring Field. The Hawaii National Guard is helping to respond to at least seven wildfires on the island. Powerful winds from Hurricane Dora with gusts reaching more than 65 miles an hour are fueling those fast moving fires. Fires leaving thousands stranded at local airports. The main airport on Maui was sheltering around 2,000 travelers who canceled their flights. Many of the travelers had just arrived to the island, but now they have no place to go. And they have no way to leave for the time being either. Hawaii's Lieutenant Governor tells NBC News tourists with upcoming travel to Maui should cancel or reschedule their trips to the island. Encouraging people not to travel to Maui, uh, you know, whether it's visitors or residents, it's not a safe um, place for you to be. We have wild, wildfires that um, are not completely contained. And um, if you have hotel accommodations in the west side, uh, you are not going to be able to get there. So, uh, you know, we encourage people to be safe. Um, if you have travel plans to Maui, uh, we ask that you postpone it or cancel it um, at this time. Next on the Today Show, NBC News' Miguel Almanguer reports live from Maui as crews continue to battle the deadly fires. Austin Energy trying to avoid being in the dark when extreme weather hits. KXAN investigators are taking your questions to the utility's new leader. As Taylor ISD heads back to class this morning, we're taking an in-depth look at the internship between Samsung and students to help with their future careers. Good morning. Live look from Round Rock as we kick off this Thursday morning here on KXAN News Today. Hope you're enjoying a warm cup of coffee or tea, some quiet before your day gets going. As you maybe get set for school today, you might have some health questions about sending your kids back to school following the pandemic. And Lucas Tomlinson takes a look at new data from the CDC on the current COVID spike and COVID trends. The CDC releasing new data on the current COVID spike, and the trends are not positive. Hospitalizations are ticking up across the country, increasing more than 12% in the past week. The agency says it's being driven by a new variant, EG5, which now makes up a plurality of COVID-19 cases in the United States. Right now, only about 18% of infections stem from EG5, but doctors are expecting that percentage to increase quickly because the new strain is more contagious. That one appears to be more infectious, meaning people are more likely to get it. Despite the increase, the Biden administration has not issued any new guidance or revived the COVID-19 response team. And last week, White House Chief of Staff Jeff Zients told federal agencies to prioritize getting employees back to work in person, citing a number of experts who say the new spike isn't being fueled by a return to the office. This is likely based on a combination of summertime and people are getting together, travel, uh, you know, a lot of engagement. Meanwhile, law Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are pushing the feds to restore funding for COVID testing, claiming the private market isn't stepping up and the need is greater now than it has been for months. Right now, it is not available. Private insurance has withdrawn the coverage. And that was Lucas Tomlinson reporting for us. Now, the CDC says it will issue recommendations soon for a new COVID booster ahead of an expected winter surge, but it's not clear how many people are actually going to want to take that. 
Back to school shopping expected to break records this year with teachers doing a whole lot of shopping on their own. Yeah, a new survey from the National Education Association shows 90% of teachers say they plan to spend on supplies out of their own pockets. Back to school spending expected to hit a record high of more than $41 billion. That's up more than $4 billion from the previous high of $37 billion in 2021. However, educators are often only given the bare necessities for their classroom and students. The analysis last school year showed teachers spend an average of $820 on classroom supplies. So teachers are having to spend their own money simply because they aren't given any by, by, by the schools that help supply their classrooms. The Association of American Educators has repeatedly called for the tax code to allow each teacher to deduct $1,000 from their taxes for classroom supplies. Currently, they're allowed to deduct up to $300. $300 goes like that, yeah. you know, yeah. when you're shopping for school supplies, even just for one or two kids. And a lot of teachers end up doing those Amazon wish yeah. lists and right. stuff like that. That's where you can really help out as a parent. Yes. Yeah. What are we going to do with recess? You know, it's I mean, so hot out there. Like, can you send the kids it's, out there and play? I mean, it, it is going to be dangerous. It yeah. is dangerous to each each afternoon. I mean, when the temperatures are into the hundreds already by lunchtime, mm -hmm. it's probably best to be out there early in the morning. But yeah, maybe a cold rag and bringing some ice yeah. uh, off to school, certainly a smart idea. And also the sunscreen, you're going to need that. We all have to just be mindful of staying safe out there through the next few weeks. I'm looking for some relief. I just can't find it here in the next 14 days. A live look looking towards Round Rock right now. You can see I-35 driving smoothly there. 81 degrees already. Didn't get much relief overnight. Winds light out of the south, seven miles per hour. We're seeing at 82 in Lana. We're at 79 in Dripping Springs, 81 in Luling. Good morning to you. Out in Giddings, you're fine as well into the lower 80s. But look at this. You factor in, which by the way, the humidity will drop into the afternoon. But just that little bit of hum humidity with the extreme heat, it's going to feel like 110 to 111 degrees. This is dangerously hot if you're outside and you're not taking care of yourself. You're out in the sun, you're doing any strenuous activity and you're sweating a lot and not hydrating. So please be careful. Just another day here with no rain all across the state and another day with rain out moving towards the Tennessee Valley. So where's the rain? It's been off into the uh, eastern part of the country basically each day missing out on us. 107 degrees today for a high temperature. We had a record-breaking high yesterday. We're going to see a record-breaking high again today. Tonight, we're down to 79 degrees. We're going to be dealing with some of those strong wind gusts today and tomorrow. It's another high wildfire risk kind of day. We need to be extra cautious and mindful of that. The one good thing about this forecast here, pollen count is looking fantastic. Mold and grass on the very, very low side, so looking great there. So we've got back-to-back -back days of wildfire conditions and record-breaking extreme heat today, tomorrow, and into Saturday. We'll drop down to 105 by Monday, but then we heat things back up from Tuesday and into Wednesday. A nurse from New Hampshire and her daughter were released after being kidnapped in Haiti. This is according to a nonprofit Christian aid organization. organization. Alex Dorsanaville is a community health nurse married to the group's founder. She and her child were kidnapped last month from the group's location near Port-au-Prince. 
Witnesses say armed men took them in late July from a clinic in a gang-controlled area. We don't know the motive or the physical and mental state of those two victims. Back here in Austin, Austin Energy's new general manager has some plans to make sure that your lights stay on during extreme weather. KXAN's Avery Travis sat down with him for the first time to talk about that and whether energy bills could go up again. A month into the general manager job, what is your top priority? Top priority, so there's more than one. And Bob Kahn is balancing Austin Energy's financials, the city's goals of affordable and clean energy, and after the winter storms and outages we've seen over the past few years, reliability. We have 7,000 miles of distribution lines that are already below ground. We have 5,000 miles that are above ground, and we're looking to see what we do about that. And we'll get a report back in six months or a year. We'll take a look at that. Uh, there are other things you can do besides burying lines. We need to catch up on our vegetative management. And also, you can harden cables above ground. You can wrap them with things. So if a tree falls on them, they'll be okay. So we're looking at all those options. He expects a report from the most recent winter storm to be released in the next month, but he does know. We need to be more transparent. I think the issue that's created there is we didn't do a good job assessing because the forecast was way off and there was a surprise there. And then we communicated that power is going to come back on, on X, X date. That did not happen. We created expectations for customers that were not met. And that was the biggest problem that we had, I think. We know Austinites already saw their bills go up this year with the base rate increase. We're hearing talk that another base rate increase could be possible. Is right. that the case? And should Austinites brace for higher utility bills in the future? Yeah. So in the budget, there's a 2% base rate increase proposed. And base rates are about half of what your electric bill is. So it, it'll be about a 1% increase for customers, and it comes out to about a dollar a month. That money is not going to go into a pot to buy this or that. It's going to be to maintain our financial strength, and it's going to go into our reserves. Most utilities have a 200-plus day reserve margin of cash available if something happens. We have 93 days. Our minimum is 150. That was Avery Travis reporting. Khan is no stranger to Austin Energy. He's held three different positions at the utility in the past. He's also served as the CEO of ERCOT, which operates the state power grid. You can hear a full interview with him right now on KXAN.com under the Investigates tab. Keep in mind, the proposed 2% rate increase that Khan mentioned there comes after your Austin Energy bill likely already went up twice in recent months. Last fall, City Council approved one hike, which led to an estimated increase of 15 bucks on a typical customer's bill. A few months later, they approved a different increase, leading to an average of 8 or $9 more, and that went into effect in March. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. As the Longhorns move closer to that opener, it's what has happened in the past several months that might be a key to the season. Every player in search of... The improvement in many different facets. Take defensive back Ryan Watts, the Ohio State transfer. You wouldn't think a DB would need to maybe trim down, but that's what he worked on. Meantime, Kelvin Banks went from a true freshman to an all-Big 12 selection, now to one of the leaders. A big change for me is uh, from last year because last year was kind of like a, a learning curve. Like, Got to come in, 
learn new things, learn from the older guys. And this year it's kind of different. It's kind of like I'm the guy needing to help the younger guys out, making sure I stay focused um, during during practice, during walkthroughs, and just make sure I give good feedback to the younger guys. I made some changes, I say. Um, I was already at 9% body fat, so I thought I was good, but they wanted me to lose some more, so uh, I lost some more. Still got the speed for real, so I've, I've been feeling good. I started getting the salad, like, I started trying it, and I really like salad now, so I think salad's like one of my more favorite things. I eat salad everywhere now. Caesar salad, oh yeah, Caesar salad, easy. Light dressing or no? Light dressing, yeah, it's always good, just a little bit, a dab of uh, Caesar. Got to go easy on the dressing. Who knows, Ryan Watts may get an NIL deal out of that. Baseball on Wednesday. Rangers' eight-game win streak comes to an end. Astros win their third straight, and they'll try to sweep the Orioles. That one starts later this morning in Baltimore. Back to you. Roger, thank you for those listening on the KXAN Today podcast. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking in the 5 a.m. hour of KXAN Today. The wildfires that continue to burn throughout central Texas. What are firefighters doing and recommending that you do to help avoid your home turning into a potential fire hazard? Thanks for joining KXAN News Today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.